You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is the Frey Podcast, brought to you by thefrey.com, a place for women who want more from life. This is what I want. This is what I need. If you don't have to go, I can set you free. Are you going to make a move? Are you going to come and see? Whatever you want to do, you know what's cool with me. Welcome to today's podcast. This one is a solo episode and I'm answering a question that was recently submitted that goes along the lines of, how do I move past fear and doubts to launch a business? Now, I think fear and doubt is such a human thing to experience and we go through these emotions and we do doubt ourselves in so many different areas in life. So whilst we're speaking specifically about business for this episode, like how to push yourself forward and launch that business, we can apply this to so many things. We can apply it to pushing ourselves forward and putting ourselves out there in the dating world. We can apply it to going after the job that we want, um, making new friends, growing the family. There are so many times in life when we're going to feel the fear and we just have to do it anyway. We have to push past it. It's a real theme in my life. I know that for sure. And it's a theme in, in all of your lives, I'm sure. So how do we move past fears and doubts to launch a business specifically? I think it's important that we acknowledge fears and let the fears exist because trying to eradicate them all is just, you know, maybe an impossible task. We're never going to get to a position where we have full faith and full confidence in our abilities and there's never any sort of whisper of a doubt in our mind. Like maybe for some people, for some people, they've reached that level where they're just like, I am always my biggest supporter. But I think it's such a human thing to be like, (laughs) I can be my biggest supporter and acknowledge at times I'm going to have this internal dialogue creep in that questions my ability, that plants little seeds of doubt. And whether it is your own internal dialogue that you've, uh, that has developed because of experiences you've been through or whether it is quite literally someone else's voice that you have brought into your life. You know, if we think about our parents as we were little and as we were growing up and through our childhood, or maybe not even your parents, maybe it was just someone who had a very loud voice in your younger years who would say things to you. You know, like maybe say things like, you're no good at that. You are too much. You're not enough. You're never going to be this. You're never going to be that. Um, You know, if you had someone that was always kind of shit talking you, maybe you've taken their voice and you're letting it like replay itself throughout your later years in life as well. So it could come from experiences or it could be a very literal 
uh, guiding voice that you had growing up that is still replaying itself as we speak. I think that it's important to just accept that sometimes we're going to have those fears and maybe you're not going to get rid of all of them. I also think it's good to talk to the fears and play the fears out because sometimes we can go, you know what? I'm afraid. I've got a lot of fear. I'm in fear. And being in fear for you could feel like being in limbo. Maybe you're stuck in a like a freeze response or a flight or a fight or a fawn response. One of one of those F responses when you're having a stress response. Maybe for you, when you're in fear, that's what comes up. I know for me, I can find myself going, oh, I'm in a lot of fear right now. But unless I am willing to really get clear on what those fears are, they just continue to hover above me like this ominous rain cloud. Whereas if I sit down and pick apart each fear, it's helpful for me to talk back to those fears And just, I guess, put them in their place. Because when it's this big ominous thing that we're not looking at, you know, it's like the elephant in the room. It just still exists and it's still taunting us. We know it's still there. But if we turn around and really look at it and bring it to the light, we can dissolve those fears. So when I say talk back to it, I mean, you can play the what if game. So maybe one of your fears is, what if people I went to high school judge me? You know, what if me putting myself and my business out there, my family members judge me and think that I'm silly? That's like a very real fear for so many people. That's why so many people, when they start their businesses, they actually block people that know them because they're like, I just don't want to actually even have that as an option. But say that you do have that fear. What if people think I'm cringy? whatever it is. So what, what if, like keep playing it. What if they think you're cringy? Well, they might talk about me to someone else or they might think I'm a little bit silly. Okay. What if that happens? Well, I might feel bad that they're talking about me. Okay. And what if you feel bad? Well, you'll probably do something to soothe yourself or Eventually in time, you'll get past it. It might be uncomfortable, but it's not life-threatening. You can keep playing out the what-if game and dissolving each layer and each level. You know, maybe one of your fears is, what if I launch this business and I lose a significant amount of money? You know, whatever that amount of money could be to you. For some people, it's $500. For other people, it could be $5,000, $500,000. What if I start this business and I lose money? Okay, what if you lose money? Well, you'll probably go into debt. You may need to get another job. You might need to seek some financial support. Just keep playing out what does that actually look like? I would hope that you're not about to launch a business where you could potentially lose $500,000. But I guess my point is play it out. Talk back to that fear. What does it look like? What would it look like to actually take that risk and have it fail? And what would life be like for you? Understand that because you might go, okay, 
I want to start this business, but I'm really afraid of investing, let's say $5,000 in this business and losing that $5,000. Okay, so what if you lose that $5,000? Well, I might have to sell my car and downgrade. Well, I might have to pick up a second job that I don't love to get myself back financially where I want to be. I might have to sacrifice a holiday, whatever it is. Play it out because if you just allow the fear to exist, it just stays ominous and scary. Tim Ferriss has a great exercise called fear setting, which is basically the same thing as the what if game. If you just Google Tim Ferriss and fear setting, his talk will come up on this topic and it's brilliant. He talks about how fear nearly held him back from moving overseas, but when he really got into the weeds of it, he realized that everything that he was afraid of happening, he could put systems in place to mitigate the risk or to recover from what happens. And that whole what if game, I remember learning that when I was in high school, I think my mum and I saw it on an Oprah show, maybe. But it was really helpful in soothing my anxieties at the time. Like, what if the girls at school are talking about me? Well, I'll feel uncomfortable, but I'll still get through my day, that type of thing. And it's just been something that I've continued to do my whole life. And it's a nice reminder, actually, to sit down and, yeah, just remember to keep doing that. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How else to move past fears and doubts? Surround yourself with people who have done what you want to do. So that doesn't mean that you're going to go and physically move in with someone who's done what you want to do and just soak up their energy, but it means that you can choose to, um, I guess I was going to say flood, like flood yourself with stories of people who have done what you want to do in a similar situation. Say you want to start a business and you have three young children. Listening to someone in their 20s who um, is at university and they've just launched a business might not provide you much comfort because maybe one of your fears is that you're already past the point of being able to do this or you're not educated enough. But if you go and find someone who has a similar level of education to you, who has achieved a massive amount of success, and I promise you, there's an avatar for everyone. Every social situation, um, every like financial situation, there is someone who has done what you want to do. Find those people and flood yourself with their stories because you're then going to feel so much more bolstered in your ability and your right and the fact that it is well within your reach. So go and read some books by people who have done what you want to do. Listen to interviews, find the podcasts on those topics. 
that whole that saying about how we become the average of the people that we spend the most time with is so true and sometimes the people in our real lives just aren't going to um have had the things that we want to have or the experiences that we want to experience and that's not to say that they're not valuable and they're not great of course the people in your life are i'm sure i would hope so but it's okay to seek like leveling up from outside of your immediate circle by using podcasts and using YouTube and using books and going to the library and using other resources. Yes, amazing if you can connect with these people in real life, but don't use not having those people in your real life as an excuse to not surround yourself with these stories. You might be able to reach out to someone and say, hey, I really want to do something like you've done or I really admire what you've done. Can I take you for breakfast and chat with you about it? And that would be incredible if that happens, but busy people often don't have spare time to do that as much as they would like to. So don't let a no or a not right now make you think that you'll never have access to people like that because there's so much content available. Have some steps that you can take that are actually within your reach. When we have business goals, it can seem so overwhelming to get from A to Z. It's like, I'm here, but I really want to achieve this. It's so important to break it down into smaller, achievable, bite-sized chunks. Another saying that I'm sure you've heard and I've shared before, I think I've got it in the blueprint is, um, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You can't just dislocate your jaw and eat a whole elephant. Not that we want to eat elephants, of course. But I guess the premise of that funny little quote is you can, of course, do it, but you have to do it in bite-sized pieces. And it's the same thing with big work goals, business goals. You've got to give yourself clear little stepping stones that you can take. You have to take action. So can you reverse engineer what you want to achieve and create those stepping stones on your own? Or do you need some help? And these don't have to be the perfect stepping stones. You know, that's a whole other component to it, which I'm about to touch on, but they don't have to be perfect. But you could work with a business coach who can help give you some um, framework to follow and just be realistic with what you can achieve. Now, I mentioned perfect steps. Stop trying to launch a business that is perfect. Analysis paralysis and perfectionism will hold so many people back from achieving what they could achieve if they would just push through and accept that nothing is perfect um, and that they just have to take imperfect action. If you're waiting for your business to be perfect, before you launch, it will probably never launch. You're going to learn so much along the way and there are going to be different iterations. You're going to evolve and change and that's part of the journey. You are not going to have perfect processes to begin with. The way that you get to having good, effective systems is by learning and listening and being willing, like being willing to be imperfect. 
Analysis paralysis is when you are just ruminating over little things and that's what's holding you back. Maybe you're ruminating over the perfect logo or if it's a podcast, maybe it's the perfect intro song or the perfect first episode, but you just have to pull the trigger. You just have to choose one and go with it and know that you can always update and always pivot and change as you go, but you need momentum. To get anything done, we need momentum. And I always think in life, we're either moving one way or the other. We're like a little snowball. And maybe we're snowballing downhill and we're gathering stuff along the way, or we're going uphill and we're gathering stuff along the way. So in this analogy, what I mean is if you're telling yourself it's really hard and it's going to be this uphill climb and you're never going to get there and you're adding more resistance and more like ruminating over thoughts or surrounding yourself with negative people, it's like you're putting more weight on your back as you're trying to go uphill. Whereas if we're going downhill and we're gathering momentum, it's like, yep, okay, cool. I've launched. Maybe it's not perfect, but I've learned this lesson along the way. And you're getting momentum in the right direction. You're moving towards your goal. I hope that makes sense. I don't know if it does, but I just mean like we're snowballing in one direction or the other at all time, at all times. So we might as well be snowballing in the direction that we want to go in. Action is the most important thing, right? I will say this over and over again. And I first heard it um, from a guest speaker at an event we had many years ago. And it's just been the most helpful thing I've probably ever heard. And it's like, to have confidence, we need evidence, right? Because when you're lacking in self-belief, it's because you haven't done it before. But the things that you've done before, you know you can do so you get more confidence surrounding it. You know, like if you think about when you first started driving a car, you probably didn't have much confidence in yourself because you didn't have a lot of experience. But if you've been driving for years now, it's like second nature. If you are in and out of your car all day, every day, driving to work, driving to school, running errands, you don't think about your ability to do it because you know that you can. And so to gain confidence, we need evidence. And the only way to get evidence is to take action. Action equals evidence. Evidence equals confidence. And I truly believe that often in life, we have to act our way into thinking, not the other way around. So many people think, think that they need to think themselves into acting. They'll be like, okay, I'm going to do that thing once I believe in myself. So no, 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 that's completely the opposite way to how it's going to happen. You have to be bold, take the action, then you'll get the evidence and then more confidence and more belief um, in your ability will develop. Ultimately, you have to decide, do you want to live a life where fear is the one calling the shots? Fear and doubt is the one that's like making the decisions for you. I'm sure that you don't want that. That's not your dream for the higher version that you have for yourself, the higher vision, excuse me, that you have for yourself. And if you think about like the advice that you would give to your friends or your children, 
What would you tell them if they came to you and said, hey, I want to do this thing. It's, it's something that's on my mind and it's in my heart and I believe that I should do this. I should launch this business. What would you say to them? Sometimes it can be really hard to give ourselves good advice. It's actually something called Solomon's Paradox, I believe, um, where you find it hard to access the right advice for yourself. But if you reframe it through the lens of what would you tell your child and like your child, especially, and maybe you have kids, maybe you don't, but imagine that you do just for a moment. What would you want your child to do? You'd want them to back themselves, be bold, take the risk, launch the business. Don't die wondering, you know, because if you launch the business and it fails, at least, you know, you know, and you spoke back to fear And maybe the business wasn't meant to succeed, but the lesson was meant to be that you could do this and fail and pick yourself back up and move on. And the next thing will work out. You know, I know it's so um, predictable and it's so pithy to say there's no failures, there's only lessons. But if a loved one came to you, if your best friend said, hey, I want to do this, I'm sure that you would help them process their fears and put perspective in place you know like do you really want say one of your fears is someone else's opinion of you and I use this example because I know so many women struggle with this but say that that's like your fear what will people think of me do you want that fear to be the director in your life no of course you don't I'm going to answer for you you don't want that you don't want that no one wants that So just make a decision. Where do you want your choices and your courage to come from? Push past the fears. Feel the fear. Do it anyway. Um, You can do this. You can so, so, so do this. Acknowledge the fears. Have a listen to Tim Ferriss and his fear setting talk. It will really help you. Surround yourself with people who are going to expand your mindset and expand your view of what's capable. Be smart in getting someone in to help you. If that's a a business coach who will be a great investment um, and can help create the framework for you to have those stepping stones to get to where you want to be. Understand the risks and the fear. Take action and take action before things are perfect and ultimately keep circling back to what is it that you want to be decide the deciding factor in your life I know that it's not fear you don't want fear to be the one that's um, calling these shots fear is great fear keeps us safe in a lot of ways but as long as you understand the risks and you understand this isn't a life-threatening situation, hopefully, if it is, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Um, but in this instance, you can totally push past the fears and doubts to launch a business because I promise you someone in your exact circumstance has done it. They're doing it right now. I remember Alia from Show Off Hair saying, there is someone out there who is less qualified than you doing what you want to do just because they ta- they've taken the action. So build that self-belief, build that muscle, take the action, get the evidence, get the confidence and push through those fears. I hope this episode has been helpful for you. Let me know if it has. Share it with a friend, pop it on your stories. 
Uh, I truly, truly appreciate you listening to this episode. If you have enjoyed it, go ahead. If you want to leave a review, click subscribe, all of that stuff. It means a lot to me. And I look forward to speaking with you very, very soon.